Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. Welcome. It's Monday morning. A lot of things are going on out there in the world today. But on this show, it's all about you. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Money Making Conversation. A show that provides you with career information that will help you win in your business and your life. The hotline number, if you want to call in, in today, is 832-230-5592. That's 832-230-5592. Got a lot, lot on the show today. Uh, hopefully, I have time today to talk about my New York City trip, where I went up there and I did my perfect bake time with Rashawn McDonald, and also had an incredible money-making conversation seminar that same day on Saturday afternoon. It's um, just let me know, just spreading the brand, and you, you guys out there helping me spread the brand and get the word out. Uh, if you want to follow me, please follow me on Money Making Conversations. That's my Facebook page where you get all the information, all the updates you want to know about Money Making Conversations. I also have a Money Making Conversations Twitter account. But join us. We're growing fast already. We have 26,000 followers on our Money Making Conversation page that we just started. And we got over 5,000 followers on our Money Making Conversations Twitter account. It's all about Money Making Conversations today. RJ is our first caller on the line. Let's get started, y'all. My next guest is from the Small Business Administration. Because of the devastation to small business affected by Hurricane Harvey in the state of Texas, I felt it was important to put a face on the people at the SBA. Who can help you? Please welcome the Money Making Conversations from the Small Business Administration Office of Disaster Assistance, Mr. Richard Jenkins. How you doing, sir? Thank you. Kind of low there. Can we can we uh, get closer or get your volume up a little bit there? Is that a little better? Awesome. Thank you. Richard, is it, is it Rick or is it Richard? Because there's two people. Either way. Either way, Either great. Way. Great, 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 great. Because I was, you know, I would say I got it. I got it. You know, we want to be respectful to everybody because your title says Richard, and then when you get in the bio, it just starts saying Rick. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's fine. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> awesome. I know, um, you know, Hurricane Harvey came in, uh, did his damage, and left a lot, not only just uh 
regular people, but the small business world was just just laid waste to us out there. And so that's why I felt it was important uh, to get you guys on the show. I know that you guys have been trying to get the word out. And it's just another extension of helping you guys get the word out that you are there for small businesses to get them back on their feet, correct? Oh, very much so, and we really appreciate the opportunity that you're giving us to get the word out. You know, it's interesting, we're talking about small businesses because we are the Small Business Administration, and you're Mm -hmm. absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, We help small businesses, but you know, in times of disaster, Mm -hmm. the Small Business Administration not only helps small businesses, but we help businesses of all sizes, and what really people don't know is we also help homeowners and renters with losses to their uh, homes mm. and their personal property. Mm. How does that work? I'm just how does that work when you say you help them out? I know as a small business person, you know you're trying to get back on your feet. Is that just an extension of that, or how does that exactly work? Well, we have a disaster loan program, and we provide low interest disaster loans to help people mm-hmm. and businesses rebuild from the damage caused by Hurricane Harvey. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. For example, a homeowner can come to us and apply for up to $200,000 wow. to repair or replace their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, a homeowner and a renter or someone you know who rents an apartment or is renting a house, they can come to us and apply for up to $40,000 rep- to repair or replace their personal property losses. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Now, for... Now, I was going to say, for businesses, mm-hmm. um, we offer up to $2 million. I'm about to say. <laughs> I know that number. About, you, you dove in on my about to say. I know that number a little bit higher for businesses. It is. For businesses, you know, there's, there's not only the real estate, the building that they lost, but right. perhaps inventory and machinery and equipment. And, you know, that stuff can add up very, very quickly. So the loans can go up to $2 million to cover those losses. You know, when, when people come in, how do they qualify? Well, there's a, there's, a, there's a couple things we look at. Okay, cool. um, mm-hmm. First thing we want to do is make sure that everybody registers for disaster assistance, and they can do that by going online at disasterassistance.gov. And by doing so, that's really the key that unlocks the door to all of the federal and state programs. Right. So let's, let's talk about businesses. Um, a business owner can come to us and complete yes, an sir. application online. Um, We have an electronic loan application and they can do that uh, one of three ways. They can do it themselves online if they have access to the internet Mm -hmm. and just go on to our website at www.sba.gov forward slash disaster and there's a ribbon at the top of the screen that says Hurricane Harvey and click on that and it'll walk you through the process. Mm -hmm. Or they can come into one of more than 50 disaster recovery centers located throughout the state of Texas in the impacted area and actually sit down with a customer service representative who will help them complete their application while they're in the center. Uh, They'll walk them through the process. They'll help them enter the data. They'll answer their questions about our program, how it can help them recover, um, and give them all the information they need. Or they can do it the old-fashioned way. They can request a paper application and mail it to us. (laughs) But, you know, here's the deal. You hear the word SBA, Small Business Administration. All you just see is tons of paper, tons of backlog. You just that big fear that that stops people from making that correct call. Because calling you guys is the correct thing to do. What makes them overcome that fear fact, that fear of the unknown? I guess I should say when it comes to trying to get assistance with the SBA. You know, it, it's a good point. People are um, concerned about 
how to how to fill out an application, but we've streamlined the process so much over the years that it really has become much more simple than it used to be. Um, it takes twenty to thirty minutes to complete an application. Mm-hmm. Um, you can fill out some forms that'll help us um, get your tax returns, for example, so you don't necessarily have to locate those right away mm-hmm. uh, to get the process started. You know, you're right. We do have a backlog. Mm-hmm. Um, this was an enormous event, and we've got literally tens of thousands of people that are coming to us for assistance. assistance. Mm-hmm. But the good news is we're already processed about 70% of the applications that we've received. Um, so we are you know, processing loans quickly. We're getting them done. We're getting answers to people about whether or not we can help them. In, in fact, we're, we're just about $710 million in loan approval so far to more than um, 8,300 people. Mm-hmm. So how long so – I come in. I, I, I have a personal example of my nephew. He has a business called Big Six Barbecue, very successful food trailer, and it was damaged uh, by you know, Hurricane Harvey, floodwaters, and the rain came through the roof. So with him being said, I asked him about the SBA, and he said uh, – he gave me that, uh, I don't know, Unc. You know, you know, the insurance company is going to give him a nice check, but it still won't cover – the overall repairs. How do I convince a, uh, a young entrepreneur like that that he should go to SBA? And that's, that's why I want this call to happen. And you are my face because, you know, hearing your voice, hearing the, 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 the willingness to help, the breaking down the walls of saying, come on in, at least listen to what we're trying to do to help you out before you reject the opportunity to get help. You know, you just kind of said it yourself. You can tell your nephew if he doesn't apply, he knows exactly what he's going to get, and that won't be anything. The, the nice thing about the SBA's disaster loan program is we don't charge fees for anything. There's no application fees. There's no loan origination fees. There's no closing cost or document fees that we do. So I'm glad he had flood insurance. Yes, I'm so glad he he's going to get a recovery. Mm-hmm. But that recovery, as you said, probably won't restore everything back to its pre-disaster condition because some things insurance won't cover and other things insurance will uh, depreciate so Mm -hmm. they won't get the full value of it. Mm -hmm. So while he thinks he may get a a nice insurance check, there's probably going to be some costs that are just simply not covered. Well, Mm -hmm. to get back into business, he's going to have to cover those costs one way or another. Mm -hmm. Maybe he has the savings and God bless him if he does and that'll help. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he can use credit cards, but do you really want to take on a high-interest yeah, credit card debt of mm-hmm. 9 12 15%, mm-hmm. where SBA's disaster loans for businesses are 3.3%? Awesome. And here's another thing. If he comes in, spends that little bit of time to complete his application, go through the process, and let's say we approve him for his insurance deductible and, and what his insurance doesn't cost, and let's say that's $10,000. Right. As he goes down the line and starts to rebuild and repair his business, maybe he only needs 7000 So that's all he takes from us. Awesome. Or maybe he decides down the line, you know what? My insurance covered more than I thought. I can use a little bit of savings, and I can get what I need and get back into business, and I don't need to go into debt or take a loan out. Just tell us he doesn't want the loan. We'll cancel it. And, and, and it doesn't cost him anything to do this, that. This is amazing to hear this conversation. How can they get in touch with not just you, just to be able to go through the process of, of, of getting information? Okay. The, like I said earlier, the first thing we want people to do is register with FEMA at disasterassistance.gov. And that's all one word, disasterassistance.gov. 
Mm-hmm. For SBA, for a business owner, they can call us directly at 1-800-659-2955. Talk with our customer service representatives, and they'll walk you through the process. They'll give you the information you need. Or another really, really good way, and this is the way um, I recommend that all people do, take some time and go down and visit us at a disaster recovery center. And uh, like I said, there's more than 50 of those established throughout the impacted mm-hmm. area. You can go online at that uh, website I gave you, www.sba.gov slash disaster, and find a location that's near you. They're listed in county order. Okay, my last question would be: When you get, say get a loan for forty thousand dollars, what is the what is the payback period on a loan like that? I know it's three percent interest, but what is the payback period? A couple things for businesses: the the interest rate is generally three point three percent, as we discussed, and yes, for sir. homeowners, it's generally one point seven five percent. Maximum term on the loan is up to thirty years. <laughs> so you and get busy, you get busy, and just start doubling up the payments to get rid of it. Correct. And there's no prepayment penalty. You want to pay that loan off earlier? We want you to do that. Okay. No, no cost to you to do that. Let me get That's, this. Let me get this shout are, out going, Rich. Let me, Rick. Let me get this shout out going. You hear this, ladies and gentlemen? You actually have a face on my radio show, Money Making Conversation. Three point three percent interest rate for small businesses, up to thirty years. You said correct? That's correct. Up to thirty, 30 years. years with no early payoff penalties. If you don't take advantage of this, let's say you do have flood insurance, put that in the bank. You that is operational costs. Build momentum. This is the first time. You know, you treat this as a potential blessing here because it really is. Because you can take that insurance money, put it in the bank if you need, and then take the loan and rebuild your property. Am I saying that correct? Is that well? No, no, not entirely. Oh, okay, Rashawn, overboard. Well. If we can make a loan, then we can make that loan before your insurance company settles. Let's okay. say we make it for $20,000 and you end up getting $25,000 okay, cool. from your insurance. Mm-hmm. We would take 20 of your insurance and pay off the loan cool. because we're not permitted to duplicate other recoveries from other I programs or other insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we can make the loan while you're waiting on your insurance mm-hmm. to settle. So you can start to use our money, and then if the insurance settles, you know, six weeks from now or something, you'll still be able to start rebuilding. Once the insurance settles, we'll pay off the loan, then you'll be debt free. My man, I, I want to. I, I, I'm gonna talk to my nephew today. We were doing some business together, but more importantly, I want my listeners on Facebook who are watching to contact this organization that now has a face. His name is Mr. Jenkins, <laughs> down at the SBA office for disaster assistance. I want to thank you for calling in. I, I want to bring you on in a couple of weeks just to keep reminding people because we know this is a recovery process. It's not going to happen overnight. And the fact that you took the time to come on my show today, I really appreciate it. Okay. Oh, we're very happy to be here, and we always look forward to talking to your audience. Thank you, my friend. All right. Thank you. We'll be back with more Money Making Conversations. As you know. We're about giving you information to win with this small business. You need to contact the Small Business Administration. I was on the phone right there with Richard Jenkins, who was telling you how you get loans. 3.3% for small businesses, up to 30 years to pay back. 1.7% interest rate for small for homeowners. And if you pay it off early, there are no penalties. Information you can use. Money Making Conversation. We'll be right back with my man, Jerome Love of Texas Black Expo. 
Hi, welcome back to Money Making Conversations. I want to thank my man Rick Jenkins from the Small Business Administration Disaster Assistance Office. Guess what? They're trying to help us out. Just like I'm trying to help you out every Monday by giving you information to win with. Again, those loans, SBA loans for small businesses is 3.3%. For homeowners, 1.7%. Loan payoff is 30 years. And there's no early payoff penalty. So please contact them today. Go online and make it happen. My next guest, he's on the phone. In 2002, he founded the Texas Black Expo, which now produces one of America's largest business expos in Houston, Texas. He is also my partner in raising money for small businesses who are adversely affected by Hurricane Harvey. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, the energetic, passionate Jerome Love. <laughs> hey, good morning. How you doing, Rashawn? I want to thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, and thank you for all you're doing to, for the business community. Well, I want to thank you for for, for being my friend, man. Uh, thank you for that compliment. Uh, you know, the fact that uh, we never met and we we joined causes to uh, do good for people we don't know. And yes, uh, before we get started, we're going to let you know what we're talking about is that, you know, Jerome, who is the founder of Texas Black Expo, contacted me and said, we need to do something, Rashawn, to help out these small businesses that have been hurt or damaged or closed because of Hurricane Harvey. Uh, a lot of people always hear about the uh, individuals, but these individuals also own businesses, and these businesses hire people. And these businesses create tax issues, create taxes that uh, enable the city to be run at the quality level that is run. And we're giving away $1,000 to applicants who file online at the Texas Black Expo. And uh, it's been an exciting run. And uh, our goal is $100,000. And uh, we want to give $1,000 checks to each. Uh, anything you want to follow up on that before we get into this actual interview about the Texas Black Expo, Jerome? No, I, I think that's, that's absolutely it. Um, I, just a quick update. We, uh, we have pledged um, over about $31,000 that we have pledged. We've already <laughs> given out 18000 On October 12th, we're going to be giving out another 10000 to 10 small business owners, $1,000 grants. So we are about 30-something percent of the way there. <laughs> but, but I do want to encourage all of your listeners to continue to give, continue to support. If you go to TexasBlackExpo.com, there's a big link where they can make their donations. Because like, like Rashawn said, I mean, it, this is critically important, folks. I heard the mayor at one of his press conferences. He said that 50% of Houstonians are renters. Mm -hmm. 25% of those haven't gone back to work. Mm -hmm. And and one of the things he didn't say, and I don't have the statistics on, but I would imagine a pretty large percentage of those individuals work for small businesses. Right. So we're from most most everybody's focusing on temporary housing, MREs, and things of that nature. But that's just a temporary fix. If you give them an MRE, but they don't have a job next week, that's like giving a man a fish, but not teaching them how to fish. Right. There's no long term sustainability. So I think that this Hurricane Harvey relief effort is vitally important because it provides that long-term sustainability by helping to support the businesses. You support the business owner. You support those that work for them. 
and they have family, so it, it's just critically important. So the only thing I want to say is please help us reach that goal of $100,000. <laughs> you can go to TexasBlackExpo.com make your donation. I'm going to add another. Please, please, please go to, <laughs> go to TexasExpo.com and make that donation. Okay, we've, been, we've said the name several times. Uh, attorney uh, Jaylene Mack has always spoken highly of the Texas Black Expo, and she actually made the connection for for both of us to meet and start this really positive campaign aiding small business. What exactly is the Texas Black Expo? Well, the Texas Black Expo, as you said, we produce the largest African American empowerment festival in the state of Texas. Our mission is very clear: strengthening businesses, empowering youth, and building better lives. So we do a myriad of programs that help to build and support small businesses across the state of Texas. But what we're most notably known for is our summer celebration, which takes place in June. Mm -hmm. um, so imagine 150, 200 small businesses, large businesses selling their products and services. Mm -hmm. We have a big trade show. We have women's farms. We have um, a kid's zone. We have health fairs. We have celebrity appearances, concerts, comedy shows. You name it, we have it. So it's a big festival for the community, and, it, and it's really geared. All businesses are welcome. I always tell people the main color is not black. It's, it's green. It's all about economics. <laughs> it's building these businesses. Right. However, just as, you know, there are initiatives to support Hurricane Harvey or Irma because there's a specific need there, mm -hmm. we do address the specific needs of the African-American community because we know that there are um, so many negative statistics that, statistics that affect the African-American community and the businesses that support those communities. So we do provide a lot of programming, and our focus is on supporting those that are that are kind of in, in, in harm's way. And, and, and that's, that's important to understand. That's why I'm a champion of his conversation. When I say his conversation, I'm talking with John Love. In 2002, he went out there. He jumped and uh, started the Texas Black Expo, an idea 24 that— 24 years old. You know, <laughs> you know and that, 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 that's important that people understand that that's in, that you did that, and because all you, you've had that entrepreneurial spirit throughout your life, ever since you're all, yes, sir. Because I was reading the bio and we had conversations all the way back to 19. You out there, you've been you've been selling clothes, you've been writing books, you've been motivating everybody to win. Yes, sir. Why? Yes, why? sir. Why, Jerome? Why? Why? Well, well, I, let me let me go back to Black X, but I, I I'll tie it to this Hurricane Harvey campaign. One of the talking points, if you will, that mm -hmm. I have been making when people ask me why we're doing this and why it's so important, is I said the most efficient use of capital during a time like this is to support a small business. Because you undergird that small business, not only do you help right. that owner, his family, you help the people they employ in their families. So in a disaster situation, it's the best use of capital. Well, when you look at Black Expo and you look at the black community, when you look at the amount of African-American men in prison, you look at our birth rates versus our death rates, the mm -hmm. HIV and the health conditions, all that type of stuff, you can parallel and say, in many respects, the African-American community mm -hmm. is, is a disaster. It's, 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 it's in chaos. And just as supporting businesses can help in a disaster situation such as Harvey, Building strong businesses can help to turn around some of these negative situations right. affecting the African-American right. community. Right. And we should not be sitting back and waiting for anyone else to do anything for us. We need to be able to build our own businesses, 
hire our own people, affect right. our own unemployment rate. Right. If we have the, we, we're a trillion dollar consumer group, there's no reason we shouldn't be able to build our own communities. So that's why I do it. That's why Texas Black Expo is so important. Now, in terms of how I got into business, you know, I'm old school. My dad was grew up on the farm. He told me, go, go, go work hard, get your education so you can get a good job. Yes, and I did that. And I got my so-called good job, and I realized that that wasn't too good for me. Yes. <laughs> and I jumped out, and I said, I'm going to start my own business. Mm-hmm. And I had no training, no knowledge of how to build a business. I just had a drive and a desire and I got out there, started my first business when I was 19. By the time I was 25, I was in the hole over $100,000. But I went on to learn a lot from my mistakes. Right. And that's why I'm so passionate about trying to help others who are trying to be successful in business, um, and particularly in the minority community, because we're just not groomed to think entrepreneur. We're not groomed to think business. That's amazing. It's amazing because I, I, I hear the passion and I hear the information. So you're able to deliver passionate information. Very, rarely do people do that. You know, they can, they can get on top of a box and, and, and just scream till, till, you, till they're blue in the face. But they don't give you information. And the information you're telling you is that get up and empower yourself and not wait. Empower yourself. Yes, sir. And that's the purpose of why you start. That's your mission statement. And I love the fact that your mission statement, you're telling me, come one, come all. But more importantly, African-Americans start lining up first for a change and starting starting for people to offer you change. You should make change yourself. And that's the mission statement of of the Texas Black Expo, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is. And I I just think that we got to be able to control our own destinies. We cannot be sitting and waiting for anyone else to take care of us. And I, I think that's what really, I just really feel so blessed. My my dad actually died a couple of years ago of cancer, and I never forget, I was, my office is very close to the medical center here in Houston. Yes, sir. And, you know, my dad's one of those old school guys. He had to go in for a sedated MRI. Mm-hmm. And he, if his MRI was at 10 o'clock, he showed up. Nine o'clock by himself, right? And they right, told right. him, "Sir, you can't come get a sedated MRI by yourself." Right, you know? right, you right. Know who's gonna drive you home? <laughs> right. So right, my dad right. called me. My dad called me about nine thirty. He said, "Son, I need you." And I said, "What you need?" He said, "They they won't let me get this MRI unless somebody's with me." So I dropped what I was doing, drove to the medical center, went in with him, took him back to his hotel, sat in his hotel for about four or five hours, mm-hmm. working on my computer. Um, doing Black Expo and everything else. And well, what's my point? My point is I was able to control my own destiny because I have my own business. And when my dad asked me, we were talking, he said, well, what do you think success is? What makes you blessed? And I said, I feel blessed right here because when you call me, I'm able to be there for you. I'm still able here to work. I'm still able to do what I need to take care of my family. And I'm not having to go check with anyone else and this, that, and the other. And I think that's the power of entrepreneurship. I'm, I'm able to help my dad. I'm able to help my children. I'm able. We're able to do so much more when we have businesses and control our own destiny. You know what I've discovered with you, Jerome Love. You, What's you, that? you are not a one break guest. 
I'm, I'm about to bring you back, my friend. You know, and now and, yes, and, and I want to just bring you back. You know, the base of your conversation is Texas Black Expo, but I just want to bring yes, you sir. back so people can call and ask you questions about entrepreneurship because that's what yes, they sir. really need to understand. And what people tend to not believe is that, and I know I'm doing something unique here because I'm not talking about entertainment. I'm not talking about movies. I'm not talking about sports. I'm talking about business. And a lot of people, when they hear the word business, they don't think that affects them just because they're employed. I'm just trying to let people know that you can have the entrepreneur spirit and work for somebody, which will make you a better employee, which will make you make more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I often tell people, I say, we're all entrepreneurs. Some of us are just independent contractors. Absolutely. So if you work for McDonald's, you Absolutely. are contracting your services to McDonald's for a certain fee. And when you think that way, you'll value yourself more and you will, you will, you will be more productive, you know? So, Jerome, give me one more time on how they can make that donation to the Hurricane Relief for Small Businesses so I can uh, get on out of here, brother. And we're going we're gonna to tell Samantha to call you and reschedule you for two breaks this month, my man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's real simple. TexasBlackExpo.com. And you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff at TexasBlackExpo.com. And if you're a business owner looking to market and promote your business, we welcome you to be a part of our expo. Our 15-year celebration will be in June 2018. Oh, my man, I love you. I uh, appreciate you. I'm glad I'm in partnership with you. And let's keep winning. Yes, sir. And October 12th yes, is sir. our next day that we give out more checks, correct? October 12th? Yes, sir. October 12th, 2 o'clock at the Houston Area Urban League office. We're going to be giving out $10,000 to businesses affected by Hurricane Harvey. Thank you. We'll be right back. Uh, thank you, my man, Texas Black Expo, the founder, my man, Jerome Love. We're coming up next. If you want to know about LinkedIn, I got the foremost authority on the social media platform, LinkedIn. His name is Robert Youngblood. He's been on the show before. He turned it out. He's coming back. I got him for two breaks. More of a money-making conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Welcome back. This is Rashawn McDonald, your host of Money-Making Conversations. Been having a great day so far. I like to believe it's a great day doing our thing, talking to different people about being successful. My next guest, well, you know, I've had him on the show before. You know, I am a, I am a LinkedIn fan. I'm going to just tell everybody right now, you know, I, I got success on social media, on the Facebook, I got success on the Instagram, and I got success in the Twitter. Twitter, I'm not really, I don't really get into Twitter as much, but Facebook and Instagram, very strong movement there. But my favorite platform is LinkedIn. I post as much as possible about what I'm doing with my career to get the word out. For over two decades, my next guest of YB Connects has focused his energy on building and maintaining quality relationships, which is one of the true keys to success, is relationships. He's one of the foremost authorities on the social media platform, LinkedIn. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Robert T. Youngblood. How you doing, Robert? I'm doing well, Rashawn. Peace and blessings. Can you hear me, sir? Absolutely. Hey, Robert, am I, am I making you sound big? Am I making, That's the goal here, Robert, because you got it going on on that LinkedIn, my man. Let me tell you what, man. I, I feel big, but when I'm around Giants, man, I feel like I'm in the right place. So thank you so much for the opportunity to be with you today. Appreciate it. Now, tell me this. What is when, when the, the, the whole 
uh, you know, I had you on the show before, only one break. I got it for two mm-hmm. breaks because I wanted to slow it down. And I'm not, I'm not trying to have you give a, a, a seminar on my show, but I want to educate right. you and also hopefully drive business and relationships with you on LinkedIn that can build your brand right. through YB Connects. What exactly is YB Connects? So YB Connects is a strategic consulting and coaching firm. I work with sales executives and entrepreneurs to help them to enhance their visibility, mm-hmm. credibility, and profitability mm-hmm. using tools like LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Now, when you have, when, mm-hmm. now, now to, what is the difference? Because I, like I said, the, I, I, I told everyone, I'm very successful on Facebook. I use it a lot. Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, not feeling Twitter, but I do have a Twitter account. Now I have the same thing mm-hmm. with Money Making Conversations. I have a, a Money Making Conversations Facebook account, and I have a Money Making Conversations mm-hmm. Twitter account. What is the true value of LinkedIn? The true value of LinkedIn is the opportunity to connect with business professionals, whether they are CEOs or managing directors of companies, or if they are the people who can decide to hire you for potential opportunities, recruiters and such. Um, The difference between Facebook and LinkedIn is that Mm -hmm. Facebook is mainly social. It's mainly personal from a... You know, I know you from college, and we just talk about anything and everything. LinkedIn is focuses primarily on your professional brand, your ability to attract those opportunities that will lead to revenue or lead to uh, income. Uh, So, you know, in some cases, you're not able to get in front of the CEO on Facebook, Mm -hmm. but you can get in front of the CEOs on LinkedIn. So if your goal as an entrepreneur is to secure a speaking opportunity, or maybe you want to identify additional sponsors, LinkedIn is the place to do it because people are using that platform to discuss business topics. Okay. With that being said, how do you help a person? How do you help a company take advantage of that platform? So my, my clients are solopreneurs. My, my work with a lot of authors, speakers, right. uh, coaches, life right. coaches. Right. And so their biggest challenge is really identifying their next client. It's really helping them to uh, attract their ideal client. Right. I have a philosophy that if no one knows you exist, they can't pay you. Right. So what we want to do is I focus on teaching my clients how to be visible, mm-hmm. how to perfect their elevator pitch, how to um, promote who they are, what they do, how they do what they do, and then who needs their service. Once they gain that level of clarity and confidence, then we transition to LinkedIn to put those in words so that we can begin to uh, magnetize their LinkedIn profile. And when I say magnetize, I mean to draw people to you. There's certain words that, that right. attracts people uh, to the profile. And when the right person finds your profile, they're going to send you an invitation to connect. And that's when the relationship can begin. I believe that because sometimes, you know, I, I just started LinkedIn this year. You know, I got, I got almost like 5,000 connects. And, mm-hmm. and the thing about it is that I know some weeks, and I, you know, People just joining me left and right, and then some weeks right. nobody's joining me, and so right. so it really is tied to terms and how you present your present your your, your profile your 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 posts, correct? That's correct, and I think the key is is it has to go beyond the connection. So you know we we may have five thousand connections, but how well do we know those connections? Right. See, they, they may be connections, but they're not as strong. Your network is not strong if you can't say anything about them that you know about them personally. 
And that's my charge so, so to my clients. As a matter of fact, it's profound yep. there now. Say that one more time now, because yeah. the goal with so, anything yeah. is to get numbers. Numbers mean something. You know, you, you know, everybody brag, yeah. I got a million this, I got 100,000. Like, I kind of bragged I got 5,000. You're saying, Rashawn, right. just because you got 5,000, if you don't know mm-hmm. your 5,000, they're worthless, That's right. correct? That's right. Yeah, it, 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 your, I, I would say and they're not worthless. I would say your network is not as strong. So, for example, okay. you're doing a major fundraiser, helping the people of Houston out. You, you've got a credit. You've got credibility with the people that you know. Mm-hmm. But imagine if those five thousand people don't really know you, and you ask them for your help. You ask them for help, and they're not going to respond because they're like, "Okay, I'm connected to you. I like you." I don't really know you that well, so I'm not going to open up my checkbook. But if you knew them, if you went deep, if you served them, and what happens is you put out a request, they'll jump right on it because they they feel some level of connection to you mm-hmm. personally, not mm-hmm. to you just socially, mm-hmm. but they feel connected to you personally. And that's, that's something amazing. I guess that a classic example of connecting to someone personally is the J.J. Watts Hurricane Harvey campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. he he said I got two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now he's at thirty three million dollars, and so mm-hmm. yep. that lets you know that the people he connected with those people. And that's just a huge example of how somebody who mm-hmm. can connect with you emotionally would translate into yep. an amazing response. And that's basically the, yep. the purpose of your company is to find a a, a a person or a company's social media voice. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. That's correct, and to help them understand how to add value first. So most people in business, they want to sell. And there's nothing wrong with selling. There's nothing wrong with it. Because if you think about it, if no one sells, no one eats. Right. But there's a way to sell in a way that people see it as mutually beneficial. And so it's just a matter of slowing down to speed up. So I believe that if you find a way to serve people first, so if I'm able to serve you, right, and then I can identify a gap that you have, right, I'm not selling you now. I'm I'm essentially giving you an opportunity to buy a solution that solves your problem, and so that's what I strive to do. Right. I strive to help my clients to to think differently when it comes to business development, um, because if you're not out there, pay, uh, you know, hitting the pavement and and, and building relationships, right. You know, your business is going to go out of business because of lack of business. And our goal is to put you in a position that you can attract that using this tool uh, that we call LinkedIn. Okay, before we go to break, because I'm bringing Robert of YB Connects, one of the foremost authorities on the social media platform, LinkedIn. How can one get in contact with you, contact with you, Robert? The best way, the best way is through my website, which is www.ybconnects.com. On all of the platforms, social media-wise, they can find me at ybconnects, and uh, and uh, I love uh, connecting with people specifically through LinkedIn. So they can send me an invitation, let them let me know that they uh, heard about me on your show. Well, it was, as long as they heard about you, that's the goal. That's why I got brought you back because I know in any type of business, it's about consistent awareness. If you consistently stay in front of somebody, eventually they're going to ask and curiosity going to take over. And you have the ability, and you've shown me, you're, just watching your post on LinkedIn, that you are aware of how to communicate and share opportunities and also let everybody know what's going on in the YB Connect space. We'll be back with more with Robert Youngblood, who is the founder of YB Connects. Again, one of the foremost authorities on the social media platform, LinkedIn. If you are not listening, tell other people they need to listen too, because it's Money Making Conversation. I see you on Facebook, Money Making Conversation on Facebook, 1480 down here in Houston, Texas. And I am also heard on iHeartRadio podcast under business finance. We're getting it out there, Robert. We'll be back with more. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation. 
If you have any phone calls, you want to talk to us, anybody you want to talk to on this show is about helping you be a better person in your life, which is your personal life, as well as your career and business. On the phone right now, I have from YB Connects. and the, I'm going to keep hollering out that title so people understand what I'm trying to do to you. I'm trying to give you relationships that will help you in your personal life, in your business life, and then also your life in general. Because a lot of people jumping on these social media platforms and not really understanding. Every time I have an interview on this show, I become better educated about what I'm doing, better understanding of how I can do it better. Because it's a lot of, I'm going to say the word right, like foolishness going on on social media. Now, what you don't see on LinkedIn is bikini pictures. You don't see them little poses that they see them little them little profile booty shots, you know, that you see on Facebook and Instagram. You don't see that because on LinkedIn, you trying to get a job or you trying to present yourself in a professional manner that you want to speak or attract other professional people to communicate with you in a business format. Again, let me bring back up live my man Robert Youngblood. Robert, did I say it correctly there, my friend? Did I say it correctly? You said it absolutely correctly, and I and I believe that if if people do post those type of pictures, they just have not understood the the fact that uh, LinkedIn is about business, and that that type of business most people not look for that type of business on LinkedIn. So if they posting that, that's not that's not appropriate. But I think the key is really understanding how to network, and I think a lot of people think they know how to network, uh, but but, uh, the, but the true the true definition of networking is the ability to connect with others in a way that you create mutual benefit. So if it's all about you, it's not networking. If it's mutually beneficial, then it's about networking. And I learned that from Dr. George Frazier, one of the premier leaders in networking who's been teaching that for, for years. And I'm just I'm thankful to be able to take that message to this new generation. I'm telling you, I met him. Steve Harvey and I both met him in Cleveland, went up there for one of his uh, his entrepreneurs. He, was, he Let's put it this way. Him and Les Brown been doing this way before mm-hmm. anybody else thought about doing it. You know, motivating yep. people for yep. success. You know, uh, uh, George Frazier, uh, who is on, has been on this small entrepreneur tip of opportunities mm-hmm. for at least 20 to 25 years that I know of. Oh, yeah. And he's still mm-hmm. at the forefront of it. And for you to say his name, I just can't let that name just slide by and not mm-hmm. let everybody know. Why did he bring up that name? You should Google his name. I think Frazier is spelled F-R-A-S-E-R, correct? That's correct. Yep, that's correct. And uh, and and he and and so when you think about those, you mentioned Les Brown. I also got to give a shout out to another one of my coaches, Dr. Eric Thomas. He had, he was on your e. show. Et, et, come on now. Yeah, et. That's why I appreciate. He's blazing a trail. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because a lot of what I'm doing, yes, sir, uh, in terms of just really enhancing people's lives, has come as a result of my relationship with Et, being a part of Breathe University, and also. Mm-hmm. You know, just being prepared as a speaker. But you know, the key the key to all of that is networking, is is the relationships that you build and it's also understanding exactly what it is that you want to do and where you wanna go. And and I tie that back into LinkedIn because if you don't know what you want mm-hmm. and you don't know where you're striving to go, mm-hmm. when you connect with the right person, you're gonna waste their time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people are saying they want mentors, but what they need are they need coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a big difference between a mentor and a coach. And, mm-hmm. and a mentor is gonna give you time, they're gonna show you love, but when you have a coach, you have to invest in that time. And so when I work with people, I'm coaching them. I often have to ask people, Rashawn, that I ask them, can I, can I, may I have permission to put my coaching hat on? Yes, sir. Um, which means that I'm going to talk straight to you. 
I'm going to step on your toes, and if you get mad, blame yourself because you gave me permission to, to put my coaching hat on. But that, but that's what's needed when it comes to tools like LinkedIn because you never get a second chance to make a first impression. And, and a lot of people just don't know what they don't know. And, that, and that's important for you to say that because of the fact that you know, I, I've been called arrogant. I've been called a know-it-all. I've been called all those terms of, of trying to let everybody know Okay, this is you, you. You asked me for advice. You asked me to come in here and run this operation. You've asked me to produce this and hold your budget in line. But suddenly, your your staff calling me arrogant. Your staff calling me a know it all. Because a lot of people don't understand is that who you have around you can hold you back. Who you have That's around right. you can stop you from your next opportunity. And so, just mm-hmm. because they work for you, just because they show up on time, don't mean they have the best interests of your ultimate goal at heart. And that leads me back to the whole process of LinkedIn content. What is Mm -hmm. off limits on content? What, what should people avoid doing? I, you know, I'm starting to see a lot of interesting things on, on, on LinkedIn. Uh, people basically blatantly asking for jobs, people blatantly uh, promoting themselves. What is, what is, what, what lines of, and I'm going to go a little deeper after you answer this question about, what happens when you yeah. go on LinkedIn? What, what, what are the off-limits yeah. areas for content on LinkedIn? So I, I would say, I would say, you know, definitely, definitely promote yourself, but promote yourself in the context of the value you bring to the table. Thank you. Um, oftentimes, job seekers are looking for jobs, and they'll post how they filled out three hundred resu- uh, three hundred uh, applications or. Mm-hmm sent in mm-hmm. uh, things on uh, different job boards. And I, and I always respond to them and I say, listen, stop looking for a job mm-hmm. and start finding problems to solve. So am I saying don't look for a job? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying take your focus from finding a job and put your focus on finding people who have problems that you can solve. So one of the things that the content is not posting your problems. Don't don't post what's going wrong. Post what you need help with solving. So so post the problem that you have as it pertains to you know I, I need help with communication or or is there anyone here that can help me enhance my interview skills? Mm-hmm. But inst- instead, most people are posting well this this recruiter doesn't want to give me a shot or this person doesn't want to help me. Mm-hmm. That, that that's going to fall on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. But if you focus on asking the right questions, like what's the what are the top ten questions that interviewers ask in an interview? If you throw those out, people are going to want to help you left and right because they've been through the situation and you want to be able to create a a community of supporters who can teach you what you need to know, which will put you in the right place. Another thing is, obviously, people talk about avoiding politics and and, uh, and religion. That's kind of tough to do nowadays. I mean, sometimes these social media sites will put that stuff up there and people mm-hmm. will post their opinions. But I think if you want to if you want to stand out and let your brand shine, mm-hmm. uh, focus on what you bring to the table or focus on, you know, what challenges you're facing and, and look for solutions or people, you know, people that can help you with those solutions. And the solution is, is the mo- most important is that putting you in a position to win, putting you in a position to provide you with information that's going to get to the next level. Again, before we get out of here, please, Robert, tell everybody how they can connect with you. Tell everybody you know, what is your basic purpose of being on this show? Just just wrap it up in a nutshell. And, you know, you have access to me anytime. More importantly, please give me a banner. Email Adele. Adele is my program director for Money Making Conversations. Yep. Email him a banner so we can put it up on 
to connect to your website today. And that's the whole purpose of yes, me sir. developing truly money-making conversations Facebook. Because now when I talk to entrepreneurs or talk to my guests, I can start supporting you guys and also assisting in your brand build and be able to get the word. I couldn't do it on my personal Facebook page as much, but on this money-making conversation format that I have, this Facebook page, we own, brother. So please get your face, please get your banner over to us today so we can drive traffic to YB Connects. But tell everybody how to reach you, my yes, friend. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So I'll just start with my purpose. So my purpose is to create awareness, yes, sir. empower leaders, mm-hmm. promote philanthropy, mm-hmm. and facilitate connections that lead to outstanding outcomes. That's my purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they can find me on YBConnects.com. All of my social media platforms are there. Uh, and, uh, and like I said, if you connect with me on LinkedIn, make sure you send a personalized message with Sean. I, I have to emphasize that because people <laughs> hit the connect button and it's just a random, inf- a random invitation, yes. but they have to send a personalized message to everybody that they connect to. And for those who are listening, uh, send me a personalized message and let me know you found me on the Rashawn McDonald show. And I'm looking forward to, you know, being able to serve. I'm looking forward to coming to Houston. I, I love to meet you in person. And build with you. Well, where are you based at? Where are you based at, Robert? Where are you based I'm out of I'm out of Richmond. I'm out of Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Uh, which my mentor calls Rich Man, Virginia. <laughs> uh, but we're right here in the center center of of Virginia, and uh, I travel quite a bit, and I'm looking forward to well, making you know, my way out uh, to Houston. Uh, the first and quarter of uh, 2018, um, I'm putting together a team so we can uh, take okay. some dates out. And you are, hey, I, I will right. tell you right up front, your fall will get a ring, my friend. I, my, 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 my girl Laura Fuse out of D.C. Because we're going to go out here and change some lives, man, and, and do it our way. And do it our way. Because you're a fantastic yes, person, sir. but also you have information. And I also want to let everybody know from a fraternity side, he's an Alpha Phi Alpha. So any of you Alpha Phi Alpha brothers, start supporting him. Go to YB Connects and tell him, heard you, brother. I'm with you, brother. Frat brother. <laughs> 06. 06 to my brothers. Absolutely. Uh, all right, my man. Thank you, Robert. We're going to talk soon, my man. Please get that banner over to Adele on Money Making Conversations, the Facebook page. I appreciate you. We talk soon, okay? Be encouraged, my brother. Thanks for all you do. Be all encouraged. Right. Coming up next. If you want to, if you have videos or TV shows, you want to get on the uh, multimedia streams, my next guest can help you out. Because we're out there producing a lot of projects that just sitting on your basement or you just playing it for your friends. Well, my next guest will be able to tell you how he can help you. Let the world see your work. And if your world see your work, you might be on HBO like Insecure. Check it out. Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host of Money Making Conversation. This show is just flying by. And don't forget, I got my man Bentley Evans at the bottom of the hour. That guy, he's the reason I'm standing on this show, Bentley Evans, the creator of Martin. And he got three TV shows, sitcoms on television right now. He's at the bottom of the hour. But coming up next, the founder of Rise. It's R-Y-S-E. Rise, y'all. Rise. For more Money Making Conversation, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Loving it. I've had uh, first guest up was uh, my man Richard Jenkins or Rich Jenkins from the Small Business Administration. He was on to let everybody know who's been affected, small businesses that have been affected by Hurricane Harvey, how they can get loan assistance for 3.3% interest with no early penalties, even if the loan is for 30 years. And if you're homeowners, you also can get interest rates of 1.7% 
up to $200,000. The small business loans can be up to $2 million. That's the incredible part of the relationship we're trying to create with Money Making Conversation. We're trying to give you an opportunity so you can win big by getting information so you understand the next step to being successful. My next guest, I'm in Atlanta just talking because somehow people think I love to talk. I don't I don't love to talk. I just love people to hear what I got to say. <laughs> My next guest is the founder of Rise. That's R-Y-S-E. Rise, R-I-S-E. That's how it's enunciated. A multimedia and marketing company committed to recognizing the young, successful, and empowered. That's what RISE stands for. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Jay Jackson Sr. Hey, man. How you doing there? Can you hear me, Rock? Can you I, hear me there, Rashawn? I hear you loud and clear, Jay. <laughs> Jay, you got one of the smoothest pitches on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that. Well, we made, we ran into each other at Moby, right? Moby, right? Absolutely. 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 You you were on the panel spitting fire there, man. <laughs> well, 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 you know, the and thing about gonna... it, and I appreciate you saying that, Jay, and it's a passion. And the thing about me, Jay, and that's why I appreciate the compliment, is that what I try to do when I start talking to people is let everybody know I'm going to speak the truth. So if you ask me, I'm going to tell you how I've failed. And if you talk to me, I'm going to tell you how I've succeeded because both stories have to be told. Absolutely. And what, 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 what damages the growth of so many people, they only hear the success stories. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and building your platform of rise. And we were just talking. And then, you know, I, I'm a guy, I, I actually listen to people when they talk. And you, you start <laughs> telling me about this. And a lot of people don't. You know what I'm saying. They're, oh, they're, I agree. They're, they're, just, they're, just, they're just watching your lips move. Ain't, ain't hearing a word. Looking at the person behind you. Looking at the person behind you. Ain't, ain't listening to nothing. They got that little blank stare. You be going, he ain't listening to me. <laughs> they waiting to talk. That's what they're doing. They're waiting to talk. Yeah. So they can say what they got to say. Right, right. <laughs> and, so, and so when you told me about your program, please, let's get everybody super interested right now on Money Making uh, Conversation on my Facebook page. This also be replayed on my podcast, which is on iHeartRadio. And you heard live in Houston, Texas on 1480 KLVL. Tell us about Rise. Absolutely. Well, man, before I get started, I have to say much love and prayers to, to the victims of, in Las Vegas, man. Um, I have yes, to send you know, prayers out to them. But you know, to give you a little bit of insight about Rise, man, is uh, we're a video-on-demand company targeted at the urban uh, millennial market, man. So it, it, we like to call ourselves Netflix with swag. And, uh, and basically, <laughs> what we do, basically what we do is we go and find creators, content creators who are creating dynamic content, and we make it available on our platform, and it's a subscription-based platform, and really try to focus on content that connects with that multicultural millennial audience, man. And so, uh, so that's, in essence, what we do, man. We, we like to amplify the, vo- the voice of uh, urban creators. Now, with that being said, now, you said a lot real quick. Now, let me just ask you this. Now, I'm just ask you this, Jay, now, because you said millennials. So, so you're telling mm-hmm. me grown people out there, they can't even upload on your site. Oh, oh no! Anybody can upload that has stories that connect with uh, with the urban audience. Cause you, man, cause so. you lost a lot of people right there with my audience. <laughs> this, this ain't this ain't hip hop America. You know, this, this ain't the Young Fly show. You know what I'm saying? On TRL, I'm just let you know. Definitely. When you said when you Definitely. said millennial, it was a lot of people. Went, oh man. <laughs> I'm 50. It's, it's, I'm 50. It's, it's, it's not just for millennials, man, but it's for people that, that love 
um, you know, the, the urban culture. And when I say urban, I don't mean hip-hop. I, I mean, you know, anything that connects with the, with the African-American or the minority audience, man. And there so, we uh, go. There so that, we go. That's what we, that's what we there, focus on. There we go. See, I have to reel you back in because sometimes, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, Jay, you, you can out there start talking so fast, you can run off half your room. <laughs> 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 and I can't Absolutely. let you do that because no. because when I met you, your platform, I felt there was a need. And like I said, know this Absolutely. about me, Jay. This is this will not be the only time you will be on my show. This is a marketing opportunity that I'm providing to people to hear about your brand. And like I said, it's going to be replayed on my iPod. Oh no, my my podcast on iHeartRadio. It'll be posted on my Money Making Conversation Facebook page, for because I got to keep selling people, and the way mm-hmm. that's the only way you're going to win. Because people are such disbelievers, and people are basically lazy in general when it comes to trying to be successful. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why. And I, I don't say that correctly when I say that. that's why McDonald's keeps advertising that's what Target keeps advertising exactly. that's what if you Chick-fil-A keeps advertising that's why you know about that cow I'm telling you something <laughs> if they stop advertising about that cow look here, sales will drop it, absolutely they will absolutely and they so this will. is like my whole thing that's why I created Money Making Conversation which is another extension of the Neighborhood Awards where I supported small businesses is to let people know Listen to this opportunity. He's a small business, but he's providing a stream that you don't have right now. Am I correct in saying that? This stream that you're providing is a rare opportunity for content creators in the urban platform to be able to upload their shows on your platform, correct? And, 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 and monetize it. And, and I'll tell you, Rashawn, really where it came about is, man, we looked at the success of, of platforms like Netflix and, and like Hulu. And obviously these are, these are you know, uh, well-known platforms, international platforms that are extremely successful. But uh, when you look at those platforms, less than 1% of the original programming, which are the greatest driver of growth for those platforms, less than 1% of that original programming was created by by um, by minority filmmakers, and so I started coming across all of these minority filmmakers, Rashawn. And you're you're familiar with that industry, man. Absolutely, you know that because you have all these film festivals that go out there. Yeah. These films go there and they just die. They just die. You, you, award winning content, you know, Rashawn. Award winning content that is in there, winning awards in these film festivals, and you never see this content. And for these content creators, man, other than these film festivals and other than YouTube which, you know, sometimes they can't make, you know, a, a significant amount of money from. I said, man, we have to create a platform for you, for you all to be able to monetize this content and be able to get this content out there to the audiences that will connect with it. And that, mm-hmm. that is, the, that is the, the, the reason that we launched this, this platform okay, and cool. understanding media. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's the reason you're on this show. Because I'm, <laughs> I, and, you know, because like I said, you know that you have to spread the word, and the more people yeah. and more quality people you communicate with, because it's all about quality. Because know this mm-hmm. about Jay, he's just not uploading junk on his network. No, no, not at all. Okay, not at all. Can you give us some parameters on exactly how you know how does one get the content to you? Is it a certain length? Give us some parameters going in. Well. So, so here's the thing, man. We, we focus on creators that are, are creating uh, great content, and it could be a number of different things. So we have everything from, uh, from web series on there to feature films to documentaries. Uh, you know, there is a, a process, a selection process there that you we go. go through because... 
because again, it, you know, we're not just looking for anything and everything that could go on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We really want to make sure that we focus on on quality content. So, so uh, you know, those, those are some, we definitely have a, a a process, and so they can go to ontherise.com and and rises with a Y, and they can you know certainly learn more about what it is that we do, learn more about the process. But uh, it's not anything and everything because the audience doesn't want to see anything and everything, and and and. Just because we're targeting a, a minority audience doesn't mean that our quality is going to be any less than what you would expect. From, isn't isn't, you know, isn't that what happens? People just think that, oh, yeah. you know, it's black, Absolutely. it's cheap, it's poorly produced, there are no standards. Mm-hmm. That's what exactly. that's what annoys me the most, man, about <laughs> about you know, about being black, you know, because of mm-hmm. being African American. Because of the fact that it is is it, 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 the process, you know, you, you, sometimes your ad rates can be cheaper. People think, yeah. you just, you know, oh, that's some junk yeah. over there. They don't know what they're doing, things like that. That's why when I met you, it was a it was a priority for me because I know I've been in the <laughs> television industry and fortunately mm-hmm. been in the movie industry as well, the books, radio. Mm-hmm. And I know I fought that battle, man, and I will continue yeah. to fight that battle to say my work, my productions are the same quality as a non-African-American project exactly and, and everything that we do we've been in the media business for for about six years and out of the gate we came with the best level of quality that we could because we certainly wanted to combat that and, and I, I come i come across all these creators that are creating great content man but they take these ideas and they take these concepts they don't necessarily have the relationships they take them to hollywood if they can even get those those kind of connections, <laughs> right, right, right. and they, you know, if they can even get there, and and nobody gives them an opportunity if they don't have a big name, they don't they aren't given that opportunity, and so that's what I love. That's why I love what we do with Rising, and uh, I'm looking forward to even greater things with us as we get into original content production of our own. Um, you know, so excited about where we're going with the company. Now, you know, under like with Netflix, I'm a Netflix fan. Okay, I don't mm-hmm, have absolutely. Hulu, I don't have Amazon. Netflix absolutely. got my money right now. Okay, <laughs> they got my, they got the Marvel series, you yeah, know. Absolutely. You know they got, you know they got Narcos. I love Narcos. Narcos, the new season. They got Stranger <laughs> Things and things. But all these are categorized. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so when they come to rise, uh, are, are you is, is every because th- that's the beauty of streaming because streaming allows. You know, entrepreneurs like you to exist because you're not really trying to program 24 hours a day to day like they do with networks. No. You're providing content. You go over there, you click on the common, you click on the hard, you click on the sci-fi. Is it separated like that on Rise? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. It's separated into categories. It's separated into uh, you know, in genres. Uh, whether you're looking for a series, whether you're looking for a short, which is an opportunity that, that we've been able to capitalize on, mm-hmm. um, is, is being able to bring shorts onto the platform. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, it, it is no different than an experience that you would have, including the, the, the quality of the technology. It is no different than an experience that you would have at Netflix. Uh, it's just that the content is created by minority filmmakers and the stories are going to cr- connect with the minority audience. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Jay Jackson Sr., if you have a moment, I'm going to break. I want to bring you back so we can wrap up. And this is, I'm enjoying this conversation because of the fact that I'm providing information that, and also I'm creating a relationship with you because you know this business Absolutely. is about relationships. And, Absolutely. and if I can, if I know, and I'm going to share a couple of stories on the other side that let people know how you, you got to do it this way. You got to be able to sit down with mm-hmm. individuals like Jay. There are rules that he has even at his level. 
Now, if you don't obey the rules he has at his level, you'll never make it to Netflix. You'll never make it to ABC. You're ne- I'm telling you something. I'm telling. He is like a. He's like the the farming system to get it right. You can't, and yeah. So that's why yeah. you just can't bring those sloppy mess over there and get mad when he tell you no. Yeah, be looking absolutely. at be looking at you like you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but here's the thing, Rashawn. We'll work with you now. We'll we'll work with you, right? Right. To help right. you understand that process, which you might not get with some of the other platforms. And so we want you to get there, right. and we want to be that that place to help you get. There. That, I like that. Did you hear what Did you hear what he said? He'll work with you, but he won't fight with you though. That's a big difference. See, what what Jay is not going to do is fight with you, and if he give you a note. For change, and you come back with the same product, that relationship is going to go a little sideways right there. Because he right there, he know he's talking to a very ignorant person. We're going to be back, right back with more of Verizon's RYSC. I'm loving this, Jay. I hope you're loving it, too. we listen to Money Making Conversation. Keep your ears up, everybody, because we spread some news, boy. Cool. Welcome back to Money Making Conversations. This show is on 1480. That's in Houston, Texas, on your AM dial. Next, this very month, we're going to go on FM. So that's a little hidden secret, but we're going up on FM. I'm taking over Houston, y'all. Because I've been called the Black Moses, a small entrepreneurship, and I'm holding on to that title. We've had my man Rick Jenkins from SBA Disaster Assistance Office on air. My man Jerome Love. From the Texas Black Expo been on the air. And then my man, Robert, a YB Connection. That's Robert Youngblood, foremost authority in LinkedIn, social media training, and connections. But now I got my man, Jay Jackson. Met this young man at Moby. He, as he said, I was on the stage spitting fire. <laughs> Spit fire. <laughs> The beauty of what I'm trying to do with this show, and uh, you know, because you know, I, posted, I love posting on LinkedIn, and I, I saw you, you you shared a post about me and telling everybody to tune in, and I appreciate that. But that's how relationships grow. That's how you that's how you spread the word, and that's how it's important about your brand. So, so this whole break, I just really want to slow it down a little bit and let everybody okay. explain to everybody again what exactly is Rise. That's R Y S E. Okay, so I'll slow it down. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a video on demand service yes, sir. Um, that is targeted at the that, that urban audience. Yes, sir. So, so if you think about what Netflix is, we we focus on urban audiences. We fo- we're like we're a mixture of BT meets Netflix. That's that's the best way. Love it. To, to Love sum it. it up. Love it. Love it. <laughs> but you, but their shows will have a heck of a hard time getting on BET, but they can come to Rise, R-Y-S-C, and you'll work with them, get the standards to your network standard, and put them on there, correct? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so uh, if there are content creators out there that are creating content, that are struggling with distribution of their content and looking for ways to to monetize their content, um, those are the type of people that we look for. We, we, we you know, scour film festivals mm-hmm. all across the nation in mm-hmm. search of mm-hmm. everything from web series to mm-hmm. documentaries to mm-hmm. feature films to shorts. Um, and if it, if it targets an urban audience, then, then we want it on our platform. It, it, you know, it meets certain quality, of course. Awesome. Now, let me ask you this. You're an entrepreneur. It's not Absolutely. always easy being an entrepreneur. No. What keeps you no. going, my friend? 
Man, what keeps me going, man, is 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 passion, man. I, I tell you, I'm driven by a purpose. I, I I listened to your other callers, and they were talking about the why and talking about passion. Mm-hmm. And I'm like you, Rashawn. I, I I I one of my pet peeves is when I see people who are settling, right? Who are not happy, and <laughs> and and they have the power, man. They have the power to take control of their life, but they don't do it. Right. And so I said. You know, everything that we I've ever done, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time, Rise isn't our first venture. Um, but it's always been about empowering, po- providing an empowering resource, much like you're doing with your radio show, that can say, hey, here's an opportunity, right, right to take what you do or what you have a passion for doing, what you have a talent for doing, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and we can help you uh, turn it into something that you can make, you know, make a lot of money with and uh and enjoy life now how do you promote rise how, how what is the what are the channels you know you know here's the funny thing about it that that's out there like you know facebook gets self-promoted you know mm-hmm. is you know, twitter netflix you you get a remote netflix sitting on there <laughs> it's just sitting right there you know i mean hbo ain't sitting there cinemax ain't sitting there but netflix is sitting on my remote for my sony tv i just bought or my samsung tv right it's just sitting right there so Netflix is getting promoted right there. We we or oh, just show me a remote in our studio. It says Netflix right there. That, that's the so, craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. They can't help but win. No, you, yeah, absolutely, and, and and that's fine, and that's fine because we focus on on promoting uh, to where our audience is at, and so um, we have the app available. The Rise app is available in you know for Apple, for Android, for Amazon, and for Windows devices. So. They can certainly download the Rise app by just saying, you know, typing in, going to their, their app store and typing in Rise app, R-Y-S-E. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're available online. You can go to ontherise.com, and that will take you to our multimedia uh, platform. You can access Rise TV from there. So, uh, and, and actually, we're in the process of developing a Roku app. So while we might not have our, our logo on the remote, uh, if an individual has a Roku device that you know curates a lot of different streaming platforms, they can go right there, and our app will will be available in the next couple of months. Yeah, because I use Roku. I'm a technology guy, you know, like I have Slingbox. I've been doing Slingbox for everybody knew what Sling was, you know. For five years I've been on the road. Because we're on the road, you never home and watch TV. No, so you, not at all. You know, so I, I, Slingbox is the device that allows you to, I don't care where you're at in the world, as long as you have Wi-Fi or Internet, you can connect to your cable box at your house. And whatever your service is, uh, channels or uh, 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 subscriptions you have on your cable service at your home, you can see it. I've seen it in Paris. I've watched TV in Jamaica. I've watched TV in Canada. I've watched TV in Africa. That's what Slingbox is. I'm just saying there's things that what he's talking about is not going away. That's all no, Jay is no, saying. No, not at all. This is not no. going away. This is the this way. This is clearly the future. And, 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 and what, bo- what bothers me is that everybody's like, this is a young thing. Okay. No, 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 no. Eventually, I, 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 and I did run into a lady. I was in New York, and she took a picture of me, and she had a flip phone. Kind of scared me because because she handed it to a, a young guy, and he looked at it like, "What's going to do with this?" She said, "She said, young man, you know, the right there. When I used the word young man, you know, an old person had that flip phone." Now, right now, she ain't gonna be a rise customer. I'm just gonna tell you that right now, brother. 
No, not at all. She, not she a, is maybe not. not, not right away. My, maybe not right away. Or no, 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 no. Because <laughs> she was in love. That I looked at and asked her. I asked her. I said, ma'am, you know this flip phone right here is outdated. I'm not getting rid of this. Okay, just as soon as she went that, I'm not. What no, I've learned, she, yeah, she, Jay, don't argue with older people. They close no. to the end. You know what I'm saying? It's, man, it's funny that you said that, Rashawn, because even when we, we came about this whole concept and began, uh, before we began building this, man, we have been a media company for years, and I, I think I put a magazine in your hand when I when Absolutely, I you sure did. Nice and, magazine. Uh, it, then yeah, I want to yeah, be in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so here's the thing. I had about 12 writers, all under the age of 25, that that wrote for me. And one day, I I signed a, a, a article to one of the writers to cover something that was coming on on traditional television. And she says to me, Jay, well, I don't I don't have cable, and I, I was blown away. This is several years ago now. Right. And she says, Well, I, I stream. She said, I stream everything, you know, online. And so I went and asked the, the other 11 writers, all of them under 25, Rashawn, mm. and only two of them even owned a TV, and only one of them had cable out of all 12 of them. And I said, oh, clearly this is where the future is at. Absolutely. Right? This Absolutely. is where the, that is what caused us to, to pivot into that direction and begin building out this platform and, and building out this arm of, of Rise. It, so. it, it is it is phenomenal because I know that, you know, when the uh, – and look, we're talking to technology because we're all – I always tell people the iPhone is only eight years old because Hillary no. Clinton announced her uh, candidacy when she was running against uh, President Barack Obama on her iPhone. So it's only eight years uh -huh. old, okay? It's a little bit uh -huh. over eight years old. Okay, and so with that being said – it's, it's, it's important that people understand that at first you had the iPads, you know, and iPads were, were, were put out there. They were popular because people wanted to look at something that was comparable to their television set. Okay. Exactly. But now, you know, you watch TV on your phone now. And so you want, you stream on your phone. And so because of that, the game has changed officially. It means that what we're talking about streaming and, and 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 streaming and watching your television and watching movies and all these things, the way of life is on your phone, and it's not and it's only going to get smaller. And eventually, you're going to have glasses that you're going to just put on your on your on your head and watch TV right through these little glasses. That's called virtual TV, and all that's coming. And so, so what what are the goals for you? In the next few years, are you going to try to get venture capitalists involved? What, what's the goal here? Because you own something and also tell people how they can submit their uh, content to you. Okay, absolutely. So I, I, it's, it's funny that you asked me about the goals because we launched um, in, our, in beta format, and that, that is when you launch in a test phase, mm -hmm. and we shattered the numbers, the projections that we, uh, that we anticipated. And so we said, okay, we know we have something here that the audience is hungry for. Mm -hmm. We know one thing we do know is that people of color watch more content than, than anybody else, right? Mm -hmm. So, so we know that we got an audience that is looking, at, you know, for content that they can relate to. And so, for next for us is uh, we're in the, we just entered a, a seed round of, of funding for us. So now we're in that capital raising phase. Right, so we've right. been meeting with with angel investors because we want it to be right. We don't want to trickle this thing out and it be nickel and dime the whole way. We want to launch and, and it you, be Your site strong. crash, you know, crash because yeah. too yeah. many users. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. And then also just to up the, the even more content, being able to buy even more content. I mean, I we know Netflix mm -hmm. spends millions on content and we don't necessarily, you know, have the millions to spend, but we certainly want to make sure that content creators are getting paid 
And uh, in the next couple of years, we, we look to uh, build our, our subscriber base, and we look to build that, that, that subscriber base up and, and become a household name among our community, uh, very much like Netflix is among your Bunga Nation. My man, I want to appreciate this fantastic interview, by the way. You know you have a friend. Do me a favor. Let's get a banner over so we can post it on Money Making Conversations so we can promote Absolutely. what you're doing over at Rise. Uh, like I said, my program director is, is uh, Adele Henderson. Uh, Samantha Taylor handles all of my uh, small business guests that we put on the show. Uh, it's, it's just a great opportunity, and I feel that uh, what you're doing is only going to build, but it's only going to build because you're creating relationships, and I feel I'm one of those relationships that you can count on, okay? I appreciate that. I appreciate it. They can visit us at On The Rise with a Y, ontherise.com, and that's where they can get way more information. Cool. We've been on the phone with the founder, creator, multimedia platform, Rise, that's R-Y-S-E, Jay Jackson Sr. Thank you, Jay, for okay. calling in on Money Making Conversations. Thank you, Narasha. Thank you, my friend. We'll be back with more. My man, Bentley Evans, the creator of Martin, the creator of Jane Fox Show. He gave me my five first shot as a true executive producer on a major sitcom back in the day. That's why I'm standing here, because of Bentley Evans. I can tell you that loud. I'm going to tell him that when he calls in, too. We'll be back with more Money Making Conversations. If you're feeling the energy I'm trying to give you, the opportunity I'm trying to give you to be successful, and you're listening to the right show. We'll be right back. All right. Last break. Last half hour of the show. Rashad McDonald, I'm your host on Money Making Conversation. My next guest, boy, puts a smile on my face. He's played a major role in my career in entertainment. I'll be honest with you, I'm going to say that right up front. I can honestly tell you that he trusted me and gave me an opportunity to co-executive produce on his hit Jamie Foxx sitcom when it was on the WB. A show that he created and executive produced himself. He currently helms, helms or runs or produces three TV sitcoms currently airing on Bounce TV. He is the creator of the comedies Family Time, In the Cut, and Grown Folks. That's his newest show. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Bitly Kyle Evans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Billy, did I lay you out? Billy, did I lay you out? Hey, man, you laid it out perfect, and, and I still trust you, and I'm so proud of you, man. So proud of your accomplishments. Well, thank you, man. You know, I, I saw your studio when I came out there. You invited me out there to the studio. Northfield, right? Northridge. Northridge, Northridge, yeah, Northridge California. Northridge, California, which is just north of the valley. Uh, in Los Angeles, California. And the thing about it is that I wanted to, first of all, I want to let you know that everything you do, that you're doing right now with your sitcoms, please give me any scissor reel, any banners, and the, the days that the shows come on, and I will tell you, they will be posted on my Money Making Conversation platform. That's why I designed this show, to give give people that I know in this business who, who just needs extra opportunity to get their word out. You know, you Bounce is doing their job, but I know you need other people to see it, and eventually things become viral, and you get hit shows, and that's the whole process. It isn't, isn't it, Bentley? It, it really is, man, and, and I will do just that. And I appreciate I appreciate you uh, giving me that opportunity to, to you know share my platform on your platform. So it is exactly the way to do it, and you know it's it's just a new paradigm. It's a new new time in, in this entertainment game where we can do that, and we need that social media push. 
And that's what that's what you know. A lot of people say, you know, my my life is really great. From what I'm talking about, for instance, this show is broadcasting live in Houston, Texas. It'll be heard again on my iHeartRadio podcast, and I'm also broadcasting it on my Facebook page on Money Making Conversation. So those are mediums, and I'm about to pick up a, another station a podcast in Washington D.C. because of the growth of the show, because of the word I'm trying to get out, and this is about small entrepreneurship, and that's what you do. You're an entrepreneur, and you started real early. This, this is why I really got you on the show, Bentley, because, you know, you knew early on, my man, this is what you wanted to do. How does that operate in your head? You know, you know I, I really try to wrap my head around people who figured it out so young. How? How? I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting because <clears throat> I, like a lot of other people in the entertainment industry, you know, we, you know you're infatuated with the idea of, getting popular and showing your face through the acting medium. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I realized I was, I tried. And you're funny, by the way. He's funny bit. now. I'm just let you know, this is a very <laughs> entertaining executive producer now. There's a lot of, a lot of them out there just, just tired, but you'll actually be laughing so hard in the writer's room with Ben Levis. You're going, is he paying me for this? He paying me for this. Okay, cool. How about that, man? I, I mean, I love being, I love keeping it fun, man. The cats that I learned from, were, were just the funniest people, uh-huh. Robert Townsend, who you and I both have in common, and Ken Ivory Wayans and, and, and Martin Lawrence and those guys. It, you know, just it, it keeps it fun. And I knew early on that I wanted to be behind the scenes, but I was always told that that was not necessarily uh, a game that black people could get into. Come on that. now. Come on now. And and on top of that, you know, my story was a little different because I didn't have the college degree. There you so go. Therefore, I knew it was going to be a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. But I knew I wanted to be behind the scenes because I felt like that's where the real money was being mm-hmm. made, and that was that was it for me. So as soon as I got an opportunity to jump from in front of the camera to writing and uh, producing, which uh, you know Martin Lawrence gave me a shot at that, I, I immediately jumped at that, and uh, and that's. That's pretty much uh, my, you know, my my little road to getting behind the scenes. Okay, okay. See now, that's what that's what I hate right there. You know, he's trying to put it down, little road, <laughs> little, the most popular black show other than the Cosby Show in the history of black people is Martin. Yeah, you you know what? And, and when Come we were making, am, am I telling the truth? Am you I? Are, tell- you are, man. We didn't know. We didn't know. <laughs> we had no idea, man. In the history of black people, you have Cosby. Then you have Martin, right there. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's man. I don't even know what to say about it because it's it's uh, it, it took us all by surprise. But I do. I will say that we were all swinging for the fence. I mean, Martin gave it everything he had on that floor, and mm-hmm. then you know, if it wasn't on the page, <laughs> it wasn't on the stage. So we gave it all we had in that writers' room too. And that and that that that, that pretty much. Let, let me get a little extra little. Bump about it. He started as an intern on Hollywood Shuffle. That was Robert Townsend breakout movie that he did with the with Keen and Ivor Rains. You know that's what. And, and interns really don't get paid. I mean, see, that's what always annoyed me about people. They want to get paid to everything they do. You know, they I, if you don't pay me, and I and I always tell people that a lot of things you do in this business to get ahead will not be attached to a check. You, but you, the relationship that you create can eventually. Give you a check and get you get paid, get and get and give you an opportunity to get paid. So that was that's how you really got started. Then on Martin, you you came on as a writer, correct? How how was that relationship? Yeah, man. You know, it's I mean, coming into the Martin show, I mean, it was real interesting because yes, 
we were boys, and, and uh, you know, he kept telling me, you know, Martin's a straight shooter. And he mm-hmm. said, hey, man, look, I, I got this shop. They want to do this show with me, and uh, I don't know what the show is, but I need you to, uh, you know, come come with me. Protect and my voice. Involved. Protect my voice. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's, what Steve, that's what I did with Steve Harvey. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's so you know exactly what it is. So mm-hmm. then when he said, uh, I told him, I said, well, look, man, I need to be writing the show. He said, well, yeah, well, Ben, you know, I mean, no, no offense, but, you, you know, we actors, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I showed him like uh, a Some body scripts. of work that I had mm-hmm. just working on, stacked mm-hmm. scripts that nobody had ever seen. And um, and Martin called me up uh, on a weekend and said, "Yo, man, I was reading these scripts. You wrote these?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "You gotta be my writer. I, you're you're it. I mean, you relate to me. You know me, mm-hmm. and I think we can make something happen." And he, man, he went out on a limb, man, and got me in that game. He took me into a meeting at 20th Century Fox. And they told him that I had to wait outside. And come he on told now. Them that if it was if, if if he didn't come into the room, I wasn't coming into the room. Come on now, come on now. We don't do that for each other, man. And that's that's the reason we stay down. And he did that for me. And, and anybody that got something bad to say about Martin, they need to come see me because I I'll take him. I, I'm the guy he should take to the fight. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something interesting. That's a very similar story, you know, that Steve Harvey did for me on his first TV show with me and the boys. Because Steve and myself, J. Anthony Brown, and he said, I want y'all to write. Because guess what? When you're an African-American person, you get in the writer's room, basically it's going to be a white writer's room. And they, they know nothing about you. They know nothing about your culture. They may have saw some stand-up videos about you. And they go in that room talking about they know who you are. And now they're supposed to write scripts for your, in your voice. And, they, and I remember ABC, the producer, uh, said that, uh, well, we, we'll read some of his scripts and see if we, we will consider him. Steve went, if they don't do the show, I'm going to get him back on that plane. That is how I got into business because he stepped up for me and gave me my shot in, on ABC, on Me and the Boys, just like Martin Lawrence stepped up for you and gave you your shot. But the difference is you learned the business the way I learned the business. That's why you're still successful in the business. That's why you're on the phone today because we're going to talk about that journey. We're about to go to a break. When we come back, Bentley, I know you have two shows premiering tonight, correct? I do, yeah, man. Okay, hey, I know why you're on this show, my man. We're here to promote these TV shows now. But I had to tell everybody that you know, uh, your history, because see, you are a book and you are a, a, a motivational guy, because your journey needs to be exposed to everybody who's out there hustling. And it's not a journey that starts overnight. But you have two shows that are going to start tonight that's going to be Family Time and that's going to be Grown Folks. Tonight on Bounce TV. When we come back, he's going to break everything down. We're going to also hear about that third show. And you're also going to send me some some banners or some graphics or some sizzle reels so I can start promoting this on my Facebook, my Twitter, and my Instagram accounts today. Is that a deal, Mr. Evans? Done deal. Done deal. We'll be right back with Bentley Evans, my man. Thank you. I'm telling the world, Bentley Evans is the reason I'm famous. Be right back with more Money-Making Conversations. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. I'm back with Money Making Conversation, broadcasting live from Houston, Texas. We can also be heard on podcasts as iHeartRadio. Also can be seen on my Facebook page, Money Making Conversation. I'm on the phone with a, I call him a friend. I call him a mentor. I call him a guy who looked at me and saw me not for my color, but for my talents and gave me a shot at co-executing, co-executing 
one of the incredible uh, sitcoms on at that time, starring a hot talent, because he came off that movie any given Sunday, Mr. Jamie Foxx. Now, Bentley, you just wrapped up In the Cut. That was on this summer, correct? That's correct. It ran for 13 consecutive weeks, and uh, we did great, great, great numbers for uh, for its uh, for its second season, third season, excuse me. So, uh, but yeah, you got removed. You got renewed for the fourth season, right? That's correct. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm telling you, I do my homework, Bentley. I I I, I know you know this first time on my show, and you know I'm not uh, Jimmy Fallon or nothing. Oh, uh, you know, but I do my homework because you're a star, man. I got to make sure I sell you like you're supposed to be sold, like a star that you are in the uh, producing business, my friend. So that's who's starring on In the Cut? Because I know Doran Wilson. That's my boy from the Parkers. Yeah, and then you got you got Ken Lawson, Ken L, who was also on the Parkers. That's my boy right there. <laughs> and, and then the very, very, very funny uh, John Marshall Jones, J.J. J.J. Marshall Jones. Mm-hmm. This dude is funny from uh, Smart Guy. Right. And then, uh, of course, Rashawn, you know, and you know her personally, Laura Hayes. and uh, Comedian, one of the original queens of comedy. Oh, man, and she's killing the thing. She's, I mean, she's, she's really killing it. So that the, the In the Cut series, it stars those four, and uh, Kalita Smith also from the Bernie Mac show. And, and okay. uh, Now, you just got to, like, throw Kalita out there now. You know, Kalita now from the Bernie Mac show now. Now, in, in in terms of black shows, now, I got to rank them now. It's the Cosby Show, it's Martin, and then it was the Bernie Mac show. That's right. That's right. And so she played Kalita Bernie Mac's wife on the show, up. correct? That's right. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. So, you know, the, the, the show is, it's a fun show. I keep most of my shows kind of kind of small. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need huge casts. We don't right. need a thousand sets. We're telling good stories. Right. And uh, and stories that hopefully will be around for for generations. But wasn't it, but that's how sitcoms started. We talking about all the way back to I Love Lucy, when that whole multi camera format was stopped. There was only in two rooms on I Love Lucy. That's right. That's <laughs> so, right. The Dick Van Dyke Show. They were only in two rooms: the writers' room and their home room. That that living room. That was it on the Dick Van Dyke Show. So you just basically going back to what TV was. You know, I always tell people. Black and white, you had to act and you had to have a story. Color, you know, they can fool you that it's good, blow up some stuff. And so when I saw, when I went on your set and I saw it, I went, you're doing real television to me because it's all about the content. It's all about good acting. It's all, all about delivering entertainment that's relatable. And that's what you're doing over there with your three sitcoms, correct? That is correct, man. That is correct. I'm trying to do that. The black Norman Lear, man. I'm trying to... <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Norman Lear is the Jeffersons. Good time. So you got to educate people. You throw out them names. They don't know. That's 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 big names right there. And that that's an opportunity to be able to say that you're trying to control your models to be able to... Right now, you got three of them. They're on Bounce TV. And you, you're doing it at a budget that allows you to be able to expand your, your horizons in that genre, correct? That is correct. That, that's correct. You know, Rashawn, I spent... Uh, you know, 20 years in what I thought was show business. Right. Uh, and until I realized that I wasn't in show business at all. I was just in the producing business and mm-hmm. the writing business. Mm-hmm. But now I'm in show business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm selling shows that I own and that I, you know, retain a, a, a huge... Uh, there you go, back in. On. That's what and, we're talking about. Back and in that's the difference between show business and, and being in a... Uh, uh, producing business or a different part of the business. I'm in show business now, finally. Cool. This, uh, today is October 2nd. 
tonight on Bounce TV. You have two shows premiere. Let's get to the reason we on the show today. I was saving this, building up. We have family time, and then your brand new show, Grown Folks, which starred a fool named G Thing. Now I don't know how you working with G Thing with his loud self. You know what's so funny? Gary's ass. He's so crazy. G Thing is. Uh, he is that 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 loud mouth. He's that blowhard. <laughs> he's what. Uh, but he's what Jackie Gleason was to the Honeymooners. Absolutely. I mean, you know, he's what Fred Flintstone was to the Flintstones. He's that guy that's mm-hmm. going to command that respect. Absolutely. And he's going to keep it real. Absolutely. He's that blue-collar comic that deserved an uh, opportunity to get his voice out there, and I was just happy to be the one that gave him that shot. I'm tell you something. I, I, that's the great thing about my life. I've, you know, whether it's whether it's whether it's Kevin Hart, whether it's Martin, or whether it's G. Thane, or whether it's Jamie Fox, we we all, uh, or Dave Chappelle, or Chris Rock, or Steve Harvey, Jonathan Brown, we all came from that pool of talent. And G Thing was one of those ultimate hustlers. Whenever you come to a, 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 a come to a major award show, he was warming up the crowd, up there hustling, making them laugh. He was always hustling. Then you see him in a little movie called Moneyball. Then you see him in a little movie called Disaster Movie. Because he was always and so for you to give him his shot. The brother could always act. He was always professional. I'm just joking the fact that I know he's loud and he's energetic. When I say he's loud, I'm saying that's positive because he's not afraid to lay it out there. And I think to get the funniest moments, you got to go through that next wall. You got to be able to push the envelope. And then it, that energy sells everybody to do the same thing. Don't you agree? I, I definitely agree. And I, and I try not to fine-tune him you know, too much because – he is from St. Louis, and he does, <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell him to his face, he does like to split a verb every now and then, and I think that's okay because mm-hmm. that's who he is, and that's who I'm promoting. I think that it's okay to be, you know, to be that and be funny, but he know he's a very smart guy, yes. and he knows how to p- promote, and he has a presence, and, I, and that's what I'm trying to sell. Now, he is playing a blue-collar character now. So, so he's not saying he's a college professor. Professor, he's playing a blue collar character, so he has the right to say ain't. That's right. He's playing a sky cap, man. You know what I'm catching when you go to the airport and you checking in. Come on now. They always got something cool to say. They gonna take bags and and uh, and and the, and the more they perform, the more you, the bigger the tip is. <laughs> that, and that's what I tried to base this around because I love sky caps, man. And now, now that's the new show that's going to air right after that. It premieres tonight on Bounce TV. That's and correct. The, the show now the show that's that's coming back into the sixth season. This is the show that you brought down to the neighborhood wars in Atlanta a couple of years ago, correct? That's correct. Family time. Family time. Now tell us about family time and tell us why it's been so successful going into its sixth season, which premieres tonight. Family time as well as grown folks on Bounce TV. Tell us why. Tell us a well, little bit more actually, about that. Actually, this is the fifth season. We've already been renewed for our Oh, Lord. Okay, five. this is which the is fifth good. season, and you already been picked up for the Already six. been picked up for six. That's the ten. That's the okay. Let me be quiet. Just tell us about the show. Man, what, it's, it's a blessing, man. First of all, Family Time stars Omar Gooding and uh, Angel Conwell, uh, and also Jayla Calhoun and... Uh, my son, Bentley Kyle Evans Jr. I, I wonder what you're going to promote him now. <laughs> hey, listen, we got we to look out for ourselves. Hey, man. And, please, and please, and please, I'll be remiss if I don't talk about your talented writing sister, Stacy. Absolutely. You know, Stacy, Stacy Evans Morgan, she's been rocking with me for some years. We had never worked together mm-hmm. until we started doing this independent thing. And uh, she's, you know, she always 
always comes through for me. I mean, she is a big sister, and but she's very talented. She's probably a much better writer than I am, just to give her all her credit. But that's why I had to bring up because the reason I bring it up because you know the Wayneys always got you know like there's a thousand of them. I'm letting you know you building your own the Evans. You building the Evans right I'm now. I'm trying, man. I got my nephew over there at Wild and Out with Nick Cannon, Nile Evans, and he's exec producing that show. And mm-hmm. we trying to you know we trying to make our make our presence felt in this business. You know we want I want to see y'all on the cover of Black Enterprise on the cover of the the Evans. The Evans, the real Evans, not the Evans from from Good Time. This the Evans in entertainment, the writers, the producers, changing the game. So, so Family Time, what makes Family Time work going into its fifth season, renewed for the sixth season on Boss TV, premiering tonight? Uh, family Time works because it is the it's the it's the depiction of a African American family in the, in this new uh, this new millennium. It's you know it's skinny jeans meets meets the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, we're taking on real family issues. I mean, this is where a, a mother and a father, they, they argue and bicker <laughs> over real things. And the kids, uh, uh, you know, going from living in the hood to moving slightly up the hill from the hood, mm-hmm. and how, and we see how that, you know, what the difference is between those two experiences. But it's not only with family time, it's not about the four core characters that live right. in the house. Mm-hmm. It's all the outside characters, the, fam- the extended family members mm-hmm. that they bring to the house, that br- bring their drama mm-hmm. into th- their house. These, these people won the lottery for a half a million dollars, so that wasn't <laughs> enough to get them to Beverly Hills, but they was able to get the ball in Hills, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, they're up the hill a little bit. They're trying to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, still a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, these sister-in-laws and brother-in-laws, Paula J. Parker and, and uh, Tangerine wow. uh, Thomas wow. play uh, Lisa's two. Both of them. No, both well. Both and well. they're both crazy as I don't know what, and they bring their drama. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've had a lot of guest stars. Lynn Whitfield came in, and she plays their mother. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris Williams came in, and he plays Omar's uh, character, Tony's brother. And he's the bougie guy that's married to the white girl. So, we're, you know, we're showing the real deal of mm-hmm. what this black family experience is about. Right. And, you know, we felt like, you know, we were doing it before Blackish. Right. We were on the air. So we wanted to be that premier black family show, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, that could be out there in the, in, the, in the lexicon somewhere. Well, my man, I want to thank you for coming on my show. You owe me a couple of banners now. Oh, you got it. Only a couple of banners. Please get them tonight. And know that if you ever need special premieres, contact. Uh, uh, just send in them and Aaliyah. To, uh, can, can Rashawn post or can I come on the show and shout it out? Because I'm going to support you to the end. Uh, this is the Evans. We're building the Evans. The Evans brand, brand now. <laughs> Start with your son now, Stacy. I've been knowing Stacy. You know, I know you. Uh, this is what Money Making Conversations. Thank you for giving me the time to tell your story, Bentley. Any and always. Love you, man. Appreciate you. you. Bye bye. Wrapping up next, y'all. Tiffany Smith is up next on Money Making Conversation. I'll be here next week. Van Jones coming up. Attorney Benjamin Crump coming up. Oh, we got some businesses coming up. And Sapowski Ward, CEO, coming up. Don't forget, I'm here for you. Money Making Conversation every Monday. Listen to me on 1480. Houston, Facebook, Money Making Conversations, and on my iHeartRadio podcast under Business Finance. Talk to you next week, y'all.
Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.